smoke, I nearly jumped out of my skin. What do you see, Corporal Dan? Right there. Take a look at that tree. Why, some of the little branches have been cut off. That's right, Lee. Mm, take a closer look at them. Eh. Look here, lads. Somebody's hacked off a few of the small branches with a knife. And it ain't so long time ago, neither. Sap ain't had time to heal the cuts. Say, you're a woodsman, too. Oh, pish tosh, Jerry. That's something everybody with even a little mite of sense would know. Now, whoever was in this cabin certainly was a greener, a rookie. Didn't have no better sense than to try to use green wood for a fire. Well, come on. Let's look inside. Yeah, okay, let's go. Now, easy there, Jerry. I'm still in the detail. Now, I'll peek in. You lads keep back until I give you the come ahead. You keep your noses right here. Life is not at stake. We can't take any chance. <laughs> I think he's making more of this than is necessary. <laughs> he likes to do it. He's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I think he knows he's kidding us. All right, lads, come on. All's clear. Okay, we're coming. Well, not a soul here. Whoever our bird was, he flew all right. Oh, there's an answer to your fire and smoke, Jerry. Green wood in the fireplace. Yeah, yeah the rookie didn't know it'd smolder for a long time. Yeah, I get it. Every once in a while, it would sort of flare up and smoke would come from it. Yep, that's the answer. <laughs> like as not, it was somebody who didn't have no place else to sleep. Mm, but he had something to eat. Look here. Huh? Oh, there's something left in the paper. Well, maybe he didn't have no place to sleep, but he didn't skimp himself when it came to eating. Part of a steak left, and a good one. Best cut. <laughs> How do you know? Listen, Lee, a man what's done his own cooking eye on to 25 years should know which cut of a steak is the best. Yes, sir. Whoever this was, he gave himself good rations. Hey, look what I found. What is it, Jerry? Look, a gold pencil. Oh, a good one, too. A cheap pencil, lad. Here, let me see, Jerry. Yeah, here you are. Yeah. Oh, good gold and solid, too. Say, are there any initials on it? No, no, nary thing. Just a plain gold pencil. Well, that's funny. Funny? What do you mean? I guess he just forgot it. Or maybe it fell out of his pocket. Well, I don't mean the reason for him leaving it here, Jerry. I'm... I'm thinking about what kind of a person would have a pencil like this. Well, anybody might have one. Now, I don't know about that, uh -huh. Lee. Oh, gee, I think you're kidding us, Corporal Dan. The way we crept through the clearing to get here and all of that. Well, I, <laughs> I will give you that, lads. Corporal Dent was having a bit of fun with you there, but... No, sir, I'm serious now. Because something just struck me like a steel-jacketed bullet. You're not kidding us again? Oh, no, ain't, Lee. Not a bit of it this time. Then what do you mean? Ever read detective stories, lad? Oh, oh, sure. Well, let's be detectives for a minute. Now, we thought that anybody who'd stay in this shack would be looking for a place to sleep. Is that right? Sure. Maybe a hobo. Yeah, no. Now, if he was looking for a place to sleep, it stands to reason that he wouldn't have any money to spend for a hotel. Uh-huh, that's right. Sure, it's right. I said it. Now, all right, so far so good, lad. Let's just go a little further now. It stands to reason that anybody having a gold pencil that looks as expensive as this one could be affording to stay in a hotel. He wouldn't have to stay in an old broken-down shack all night, no how. And he wouldn't have to be cooking his own meals. Now, how's that? Hmm, well... Well, what's the matter? Don't you follow it? Yeah, I follow it all right. Uh, I'm not so sure about it either, Corporal Dan. Not so sure about it? Why, it's as plain as the nose on your face. Well, it, it sounds good, but there's one thing wrong. Maybe the pencil was... Well, was some sort of a keepsake. Maybe whoever stayed here was keeping it. Uh, sure. And, you know, didn't want to sell it to get money. Oh, no, no, don't think so. Ain't no initials on the pencil. Anybody that gives a pencil like this puts initials on it. I don't think it's keepsake. <laughs> oh, gee, I, I think you're kidding us again, Corporal Dan. And I'm telling you I ain't. Gold pencils and hobos just don't jive together. They don't fit in. <laughs> oh, you've been reading detective stories, Corporal Dan. I ain't. I'm just using my head. 
I'm telling you lads that I ain't got nigh on to 50 years of army behind me for nothing, and some years of them spent in Indian country where every mark meant something to a smart scout. No, sir, Bob. Well, suppose it was somebody, somebody like you said, a man who could afford to spend the night in the Fair Oaks Hotel but didn't. A man who could afford to buy the best meat, like you said. Well, what then? Then, lads, then we ask why. Why what? Oh, tarnation, Lee, I got to point out everything. Ain't you got no imagination of your own? What do they teach you young lads nowadays? They give you everything in books and nothing in the head. Now think, lads, think. Hey, wait, I, I'm beginning to see. Yeah, so am I. You mean... Why should he spend the night here? I'll bet my hat, my best one, that he was up to no good. Gee, you sure do make it sound real. Yeah, I'm beginning to believe you, Corporal Dent. <laughs> About time. Maybe he was hiding. From what? Well, that's something else again.